Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. I am so excited to welcome Annabelle Gatt back to the show. Hi, Annabelle. Hello. I'm so happy to be back. Um, I, I love being on the show. I had so much fun last time, and I'm so happy to be here again, and this time for a really fantastic, amazing reason. Which I know. Is, which is, you want to tell the people? Yes. My new book, The Astrology of Love and Sex. Yay! Yay! Uh, tell everybody when it's coming out. So it is coming out on July 30th. You can find it anywhere. But if you want links, you can head over to my website, AnnabelleGatt.com. And yes, I'm so happy. That's my first book. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. Thank I, you. You guys, I, I have the book. It'll be, the book is cu- coming out on the day that this episode is coming out. And uh, in advance of doing this episode, I got a copy of the book in advance. It is so beautiful. I'm not just saying that because Annabelle is here. It really is like the cover is pink and gold and it's got foil on it. And it's like everything Joelish. And I love, love, love it. And it is beautiful. The illustrations are beautiful. The copy is so funny. Like, I, I feel like I got, like, dragged in the best possible way as a Leo. And her book is coming out during Leo season, which means it's a Leo baby. And I all of it is just so great. I'm just really excited for you, Annabelle. And I'm so excited that you're here. Me too. Thank you so much. So um, we are going to do something a little uh, a little different for the show. Um, if, if those of you who remember last time Annabelle was here, we did something a little bit similar where we took questions um, about cleaning kind of based on people's astrological signs. And what we're going to do today is we solicited a whole bunch of questions from couples based on their astrological signs. And we got really, really good ones. And I'm really excited to take them on. Um so I'm going to be doing the question asking today, and Annabelle is going to be doing the question answering today. And it's just going to be a really fun, really kind of different episode for Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I feel like this is the perfect thing for the beginning of Leo season. I just like, I love Leo season. I'm so happy it's here. Um, and this is just like exactly the perfect thing for us to be doing today. Before we get into it, though, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat, which we're not going to do Chip Chat today because Annabelle is actually remote, uh, and so we can't we can't break chips, so to speak, together. Um, we're actually going to just answer a few more. We got so many questions, we're going to answer a few more um, of the questions that we got. Um, so if you want to hear that, go become an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person. Your support helps my show so much. I really appreciate it. 
Okay, so as I said, I'm going to be doing the question asking today, and I'm so excited. Annabelle and I both solicited questions. Um, she got two that were a little bit more general than all of the other ones that we got from um, from couples asking for help with their specific problems. So we're going to lead off with those. I really like them because they apply to everybody. And even if you kind of don't really believe in astrology or it's not your thing, blah, 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 I think that... Um, the answers to these questions will still still be interesting to you. So um, the first question uh, we have for Annabelle is, are there spiritual advantages to having a clean home? So in my opinion, I don't really think there's a huge difference between like spirituality and like the rest of your life. Like if things are going well, then spiritually, sometimes they feel well too. Anyway, that's kind of like a, a, a long way of kind of getting down to if you have like a, a clean home, it's going to be good for you. I think mentally, it's going to help you get your work done. It's going to help you like sleep better. You're going to feel more of a charge. And like, of course, that's going to be beneficial spiritually, because to me, all those things are connected to me, the mind and body are connected. And they're also connected to spirituality. It's all one thing. So yes, there's totally a spiritual benefit to keeping your space clean, just like there is a health benefit and there's a, uh, there must be a mental, uh, mental benefit to it too. Um, I don't know if you agree, Julie. Can I ask you if you agree with that? I do agree with it. Well, I mean, I would, (laughs) right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm me, I'm the clean person, right? So I do, I do think that there's, um, there's a, there's a benefit for a couple of different reasons. And the first is that, you know, first of all, coming home, to a home that is not chaotic is yeah. is good for one. is good for the mind it's good for the heart it's good for the soul it's good for the body yeah i mean it's good for your physical body to not come home to chaos because seeing chaos will spike your your blood pressure totally it'll spike oh. your anxiety it's like you know all of those things um so I, yeah. I think I think there's I think there's that level of it. I think also there is a lot to be said about um, the ritualistic nature of cleaning, especially when you're combining it with other spiritual practices. So, um, oh wow, the, that's so important. The last, because, yeah, yeah. Annabelle, you and I should write another book. <laughs> I know. Yes, um, we should because the thing about spirituality is that you need to be able to maintain a daily practice with it. Like for example, meditation. So cleaning your dishes every day that is a meditation absolutely and a lot of people talk about the meditative quality of washing dishes now i'll tell you i don't particularly find the dishes meditative but there are other things with cleaning that i do find very meditative um and i and i enjoy um i enjoy the the actual process of it even though it's a little bit of a drudgery type task and i think if you can find the tasks that that allow you to to get into a meditative state that doesn't have to be all cleaning, right? So, I mean, for me, like, the dishes are not particularly meditative. Um, but, like, I find I find doing my my weekly bathroom clean is very meditative. Mm. Um, and so if you can identify one or two of your chores that actually you do find soothing um, or that allow you to kind of, like, zone out and get into a peaceful mental state, um, you know, really focus on doing those often. And I, and I think the other thing to say about this is that so many, uh, pro- actually, probably all um, religions have an, a cleaning element built into many of the rituals that that go along with them. Um, 
So, you know, if you think about um, in Judaism, cle- cleaning the, the kitchen and the pantry before Passover um, is, a, is a big thing. Um, in Christianity, there's the ritual washing of the feet that lead the, that happens during the Lenten period. I cannot believe I just pulled those things completely out of my brain, by the way, because <laughs> I'm not a religious studies major by any stretch. Um, but basically, most religions do have have some kind of cleaning um, ritual or element involved in a lot of the, the major observances. Yeah, I know for me, sweeping feels very spiritual. Like, I just love to imagine when I'm sweeping that I'm really just like, sweeping away any energy that I don't need in my life anymore and kind of like returning to this, like uh, returning to this uh, space of getting rid of the clutter and kind of like going back to like center, if that makes sense. So when you clean, you kind of get back to that center. I, it totally makes sense. And I love, especially for you because you're a witch that brooms are the things that do it for oh, you. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> brooms, perfect. Of course. Right? But I love that. And that really is such an apt metaphor that, you know, the, the physical act of sweeping also has greater meaning. You're sweeping things away um, yeah. and, and clearing space. And I, I just love that so much. Um, okay, so we had another another question, which is so relevant to me because my birthday is coming up. Annabelle, how many times do you think I'm going to mention that I'm a Leo during this episode? Well, I, I hope you mention it all the time because we love Leos. And it's it's your birthday season. We it need to celebrate. My, it is my birthday season. I'm very happy about it. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, the second question we got, um, which is... Which is what sort of cleaning should one do on their birthday, the solar return? First of all, Annabelle, I'm going to have you explain the term the solar return because I don't think everybody is familiar with it. So on your birthday, the sun returns to the position it was in when you were born. So that's why people say, oh, look, another trip around the sun. That's where that comes from. So it's your solar return. It's the sun's return. Love it. And I don't know if you always need to clean on your birthday because maybe your birthday that particular year is going to be about you partying from midnight to midnight or <laughs> enlisting so. the help of someone else who can come in and help you get things done. Uh, you know, I have this amazing app called AstroGuide. Um, I'm the senior astrologer advice. And if you download AstroGuide, you can read your horoscope. So on the day of your birthday, read your horoscope. And is it going to be kind of a day for, uh, you'll find out whether it's a day for like more quiet reflection and maybe you will want to do some meditative cleaning or maybe it's a day you need to just go out and have fun. So I think it's going to be different each year. But I think in general, if you do want to um, dedicate some time on your birthday to clean, I would say really clean up your uh, bedroom or whatever feels like the most personal space to you, which may may be your office or it may be your kitchen, whatever you feel like is your most personal space. And also the space that you want to develop more of over the next year. So let's say your most personal space is the bedroom. Change your bed sheets, sweep up, you know, um, dust all the bookshelves in your bedroom. But let's say you really want uh, work to pick up that year. Also, you know, reorganize your office a little bit. Like put some intention both into your own personal space, but also what you want to bring more of for the following year. I love that. I love that. I was going to say, I think one... One very specific thing that I that I always do, and I I also do it on on New Year's Eve, I'm not actually during the eve, usually during the the day of New Year's Eve day, um, is I put fresh sheets on the bed because I like to wake up on the first of the year and on my birthday in fresh sheets. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's just a really nice treat for me. And it's not going to be a nice treat for everybody. Some of you just probably don't care at all, but I really like that. Um, and so I would say that would be a thing that you can incorporate, and especially because it's actually a thing you do the day before. Um, so it doesn't, it, it means like you're not actually doing the chore on your birthday. You're just waking up in clean sheets on your birthday. Um, I love it. Yeah. The other thing to say is that if if leading up to, you know, most people I think in the week or so leading up to their birthday are thinking about their birthday. If you're mm-hmm. not, you're a Capricorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely not a Leo. <laughs> you're not thinking about your birthday in the week leading up to it. Um, and so that might be a time when you can take Annabelle's advice to um, set some intentions around the next year and think about what room in the house you might want to spruce up a little bit, tidy up, clean, purge, however deep you want to go with it, um, and do that in advance of the birthday yeah. so that you're not actually cleaning on your birthday, but you've, but you've done that thing to kind of get you set up for the next year. Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, I think that's great. I love it. Okay, so we're going to get into uh, some of the specific questions that we got. They are so funny. I put the, it's like everyone was from a, a Virgo, <laughs> which didn't surprise me at all. But I was like, oh, yes, here come the Virgos. Uh, they need our help. So uh, here is the first one from Sarah. She asks, advice for a cancer who takes every sideways glance as an attack Married to a Virgo who can't help complaining if the dishes are spotty. And they are always spotty. I've tried. If it bothers you, just do it yourself. But it doesn't stick and it doesn't work for our schedule. So as as a person who has relationships, I'm really familiar <laughs> with the response. If it bothers you, do it yourself. You know, not just in romantic relationships, but it can come up in business relationships. It can come up in your family. And I think you're kind of... You're asking three different questions here. The main question is, what can we do about the spots on these dishes, I think. But then the two other kind of questions here are, you know, the fact that you take, you know, you take every sideways glance as an attack, but then also that you say, if it bothers you, just do it yourself. So let's break down all three things, because we're not just talking about cleaning today. We're also talking about astrology and relationships and getting along. So. Cancer. Cancers are so sensitive and I love Virgo cancer relationships. They are so creative. But the thing is, Virgo loves to complain and cancer is very sensitive about it. Mm -hmm. And the only the the thing that I think can really heal or help shift things is is talking to your Virgo and telling them, let's try to have more of a sense of humor about this because I become too defensive when I feel criticized and and this is not going to get anywhere. And Virgo's do want things to change, right? So appeal to the Virgo's desire for change and desire for things to happen. So let's already from the get-go, make sure that your sensitive cancer self is not being overwhelmed by an overly critical Virgo. But then this next thing, which is, um, you know, if it bothers you, just do it yourself. That isn't what you're basically saying is like, well, then this is your problem. And it's not going to be my problem. Like just if, if you have a problem with this, it's it's only your problem and not mine. And that's just going to create more division in your relationship. So instead of asking if, it, you know, if it bothers you so much, do it yourself. Say, you know, if it bothers you so much, can you can you try to give me some advice about what you think we can do so that we both can get along? Because 
they know that this this request that they're making of you isn't going anywhere. It's not working. So can they try something new, right? If you ask the same thing over and over again, it doesn't work. Isn't that like the definition of madness? I think I've heard. Yeah. So like they, they know it's not working. Yeah. But then basically, the question- basically the, the trick here is to tell the Virgo, this is a problem. Find a solution. Yes. yes. And communicate the solution to me so that I can implement it and you can implement it. And I can offer a solution. I want you to I want you to continue, but I wanted to like interject that. And so yeah, so then we have the fact which is that the dishes are always spotty, and I think that's more your territory, Julie. Yes, I got help with that. Uh first thing is um if you ha- you probably have hard water, um you probably want to address the hard water situation by installing um a water softener. You can I'm not going to go into like lots of detail about that. Um because water softeners very much depend on your home. You can research water softeners. or There are all kinds of options out there for water softeners. Um, that will help with hard water, which will help with the spotting. The other thing that you can do um, is switch to uh, drying your dishes immediately after you've washed them um, using... Uh, I like um, the, the flour sack dish towels. I think that they're really the best... Um, fastest at drying. They're most absorbent. I really like them. I think they do a good job on spots. Um, Instead of letting them air dry with water on them, which is going to leave spots because of the mineral deposits. So I think that's the solution. Uh, Hopefully the Virgo is listening and can be like, I have the solution. Dear Cancer, dear Cancer. Except we know the Cancer is probably the one listening (laughs) because the Cancer asked the question. Um, But there you go. I think that's the solution to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here is, oh my God, Annabelle, this made me laugh so hard because I know you're an Aries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lee wrote, I'm a Gemini and my Aries husband, quote, doesn't understand the difference between kitchen towels, paper towels, and napkins. So our white kitchen towels get used for everything and have stains from some combo of hot sauce slash egg slash oil slash mouth. And then um, someone else chimed in, Amy chimed in, this was all on Twitter, and she said, I was married to a Scorpio who also had this problem. I don't know what the fuck he did to our dish towels, but they had dark grease stains all over them. Also, couldn't tell nice towels from rags. So, so as an Aries, when I hear this question, I'm like, yeah, what is the difference between kitchen towels, paper towels, and napkins? I don't know. So, <laughs> you know, your Aries husband, I'm in the same boat. What is the difference? I have no idea. But... um. It sounds like what it comes down to is that you have these really nice towels that you want and you want them to be treated with respect and you don't want to have stains all over them. So I understand that. Um, But what I will say is that Aries people and also Scorpios, (laughs) both Aries and Scorpio are ruled by Mars. Um, Scorpio has Pluto now that we've, you know, uh, but Pluto has been recently discovered. So like in traditional astrology, both Aries and Scorpio are ruled by Mars. And Mars is this planet that has to do with war and with anger. And if you want to get something across to an Aries or a Scorpio, I'm not saying be angry or yell at them or be, um, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, it's, I'm not saying like take out your anger on them. But if you can um, share with them and express to them that it does make you feel angry when you see that these things are happening, um, they they will get that and they will understand that and download it because they understand anger and they generally don't want the people around them to be angry because they know that that's, you know, that that sucks. So if you're able to say, 
you know, as a Gemini, Geminis are amazing with words. So you'll figure out a perfect way to say a Gemini. If you can tell the Aries person, hey, I know that you don't mean to do it this way, but it's really been making me angry and I I never want to have to be angry at you. If you're able to like use that kind of um, message, I think the Aries will get it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. And then ditto with Scorpios. Um, They also really understand anger. (laughs) And, um, you know, I have to say, I don't really know what the difference is between a kitchen towel, paper towel, and a napkin is either. I mean, I get it that the paper towel is disposable, but napkins and kitchen towels or napkins, I guess, have uh, they're like kitchen towels are like towels. So they're fluffy and the napkins aren't fluffy. That's the difference, right? Um, People are not domestic. We don't know. Um, I mean, it really depends on the type of the kitchen towel. There are nuances, Annabelle. Um, I'm also sitting here like he I can't I cannot fathom not understanding the difference between them. I, I believe that this is true. But I it's mean, like- they all have the same purpose, which is let's get this surface clean. So I'm guessing that the Aries is taking a shortcut like we often do and just is grabbing the closest thing to them. Yeah, I guess I guess what I would say is. I uh, certainly someone can tell the difference between paper and textile. Yes. Well, yeah, but what I mean is, so your dish towels are going to be cloth. Yeah, we can tell the difference, but they're all used for the same thing, Hmm. aren't they? Kind of. No. Okay. Okay. Different purposes. So here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. I don't know if the napkins she's talking about are cloth napkins or paper napkins. If they're cloth napkins, I would just put them in a separate drawer and just say, don't touch this drawer. Yeah, great idea. And if you can't tell the difference between a dish towel and a paper towel in terms of you literally can't tell the difference between the two fibers. I don't know how to address that. If you're not, if you don't understand the difference between the usage, just lay out the usage, right? Be like, if you need to wipe the counter off, use a paper towel. If you need to dry a dish, use a dish towel. If you need to yeah. wipe your mouth, use a paper towel or a paper napkin. If you need to dry your hands after washing the dishes, use a dish towel, right? I think you, ha- I mean, if the person doesn't understand the difference in usage, you have to explain that. That's true. So, because I have a feeling what's happening is that they're just grabbing whatever is the closest to them to address the situation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing to say, this is less true of cloth napkins because usually cloth napkins are nice and you want to like keep them good. But dish towels, like you guys shouldn't be getting attached to your dish towels. Dish towels should be replaced, you know, not infrequently. Yeah. And if you if you want to have nice things, be careful around an Aries. If you want to have nice things, don't get married. <laughs> anyway on that note (laughs) this is a good time for us to take a quick break we have lots more great questions like this so annabelle and i will be right back with more about your relationship cleaning woes this is ask a clean person the podcast ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Annabelle Gatt, the author of the book, The Astrology of Love and Sex. We've been talking about relationships and Aries <laughs> and how you shouldn't, shouldn't ever mate with one if you want clean things. I feel like we're going to hear from some, like, some Aries who's going to be like, no, I'm the cleanest person ever. I believe it. I believe there's definitely some really clean areas out there. But I think for the most part, we're just we just want to get the job done. And it doesn't matter matter if it's a paper towel or a napkin or whatever. Yep. Wanna I get it. it up. I get it. OK, here here is a good one. Uh, this is actually from Amy, who was married to the Scorpio. Uh, <clears throat> so a- Amy is a Gemini. She writes, I am a Gemini cusp of Taurus and my roommate is Aries. <laughs> Other Aries such going on here. The kitchen has blue Corian counters and I am nearsighted. I am constantly leaving a trail of crumbs that I can't see. How do I tame the detrius and stop annoying my sweet roommate? Well, it sounds like you're aware of the problem and you're doing your best. And it's great to hear that your Aries roommate is sweet. Uh, (laughs) I have the told you that they are really annoyed by this or are you feeling self-conscious about it that's my question um because i i would, would imagine guess... that an aries even though aries can have short tempers if your aries roommate like um if you're saying that they're, they've been sweet i wonder if they've been understanding about it and enlist them to help you most aries people love to help so um you know don't beat yourself up about it and ask for help yeah yeah i think also it's, it sounds like probably this is a thing that Amy is more self-conscious about than has than it's been complained about. Um, or maybe like the Aries roommate pointed it out and now she's just like, oh, I'm doing this thing. Oh my God. Um, so I would say maybe, maybe just add like, if you know you're leaving crumbs, even if you're not seeing them, just add like a quick wipe of the counter after you've prepared food in there. That and, makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and maybe get your eyes checked. <laughs> I don't mean yeah. that. I don't mean that to be funny, but like, if you know you're nearsighted and you know you're not seeing it. Also, wait, I'm I'm nearsighted. I would see crumbs. This doesn't make that much sense to me as a nearsighted, highly observant person. <laughs> I'm also a big believer in that. You know, we don't want to ask everyone for help for everything all the time, but I don't think we ask for help enough in general. Yeah. And I think uh, this is like a good instance where you could, you know, just ask your Aries roommate, Hey, I'm having such a hard time with this. Like, you know, if you can help, please do. And if you can't, let's talk about it. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great idea. The other thing is, you know, I think you could, I think you could say something like, you know, I know this is, making you crazy if it is indeed making her crazy and you know i'm doing my best i I literally don't always see all of this um but i don't also want to create more work for you and create an imbalance is there a chore you really hate doing that i can just pick up so that when you're sweeping crumbs up and you're feeling annoyed you can be like oh but amy's amy's gonna scrub the tub every single week and i hate doing that yeah, that's a win-win. Yeah, because then, you know, then that's sort of like solving the problem. And I do find that in most relationships, romantic, roommate, whatever it is, it, you'll be very surprised when you actually talk to your your partner in whatever way that partnership is, is being formed um, about 
splitting chores, it almost always works out that one of you loves doing one thing and the other person hates that thing. And the person who hates that first thing loves doing a second thing that you absolutely hate doing. So, I, you know, I always advise people to approach conversations about splitting chores from a, like a very like clinical perspective of being like, OK, here's what I think our chores are. Do you even agree that these are our chores? Am I missing things? Are there things in here that you don't even think we should bother with? Let's talk about that. Then you have a list of all the chores that have to be done. Then you start dividing them up. Right. Like, so, well, we're each going to do our own dishes. Fine. We've got that clear. We're each going to do our own laundry. Fine. We've got that clear. I'm going to be in charge of cleaning the bathroom. You're going to be in charge of cleaning the living room. Or we both hate cleaning the bathroom, so we're going to switch off weeks. You know, there. It, it's like it then takes the like, you don't do this. I do this kind of thing out of the discussion. Mm-hmm. But while you're having that discussion, I 10,000% promise you that what is going to happen is that you're going to be very surprised when the person across the table is like, I love doing laundry. I'll do all the laundry. And you're like, what? I hate doing laundry. Like, but I love cleaning the bathroom. And they're like, oh, my God, I hate cleaning the bathroom. I'm never I never want to clean a bathroom again. And then you're like, OK, boom, you do all the laundry. I'll always clean the bathroom. And then you're both happy. Yes. Yeah. That like so, really, yes. really, really almost always happens. Yeah. And then there'll be one weird or one or two like weird outlier things that you, either you both love or you both hate. And like, you know, like I said, you just switch off or whatever, however you handle it. So, um, all right. I think I think we've taken taken good care of Amy. Uh, oh, I loved this one. You're going to you're going to love that. We're going to have a lot to talk about with this one. Yes. And you're going to love this one. Catherine asks, I'm in a Gemini Gemini relationship. A nightmare. I know. He is neat, but never cleans. I'm incredibly messy and constantly cleaning. How do I get him to wipe the dust off his empty desk every once in a while? I love this question. I love this okay, question. So, first of all, you know, I don't think Catherine is going to love our answer. Oh, what was that? I don't think Catherine is going to love our answer, but I love this question. So, you know how um, a lot of times people say Virgo is the neatest sign in the zodiac? Mm hmm. I don't I don't believe that for a second. I actually think it's probably uh, Gemini is probably more neat. Um, but when it comes down to it, the reason why both of these signs are neat is because they're ruled by Mercury. And Mercury is this planet that's all about like details, but it's also all about getting organized because Mercury cares about communication and clear communication and information can only really be passed back and forth when things are orderly and neat and clean. So, for example, you know, um, if you uh, need to pick up a certain kind of paperwork somewhere that that the, the paperwork that you're handing in needs to be like organized in a way where it's like neat and clean. It's not like a big mess with ink spilled all, all over it. Right. Like things need to be, have a certain kind of um, uh, order to them in order for communication to take uh, place. And this is and Mercury also expresses this in our home. So, for example, if you walk into like a really chaotic room and you're looking for uh, you know, your sweater, but it's underneath all kinds of piles, like the communication isn't happening. You're not able to have a communication with the room in order to like get the thing that you need. So Mercury is this really important planet when it comes to communi- to communication, but also cleaning and Mercury rules both Virgo and Gemini, which is why cleanliness is a theme with both signs. Yes. So also, in our should, own birth charts. Wait, I should if- interject and tell everybody because this, this is like, yeah, this is important for you all to know. I have 
so much Virgo in my chart. It is not even funny. None of my yeah. none of my majors are Virgo, but all <laughs> like it there it is an insane amount of Virgo in my chart. Yeah, explains Mercury, so much about me. Yes, Mercury and those Mercury ruled signs, Gemini and Virgo, are are majorly about cleaning and communication. And even if you don't have anything in Gemini or Virgo, it doesn't matter because we all have a Mercury somewhere and. The sign that your Mercury is in, the house that it's in, the kind of aspects that it's making in your birth chart are going to speak to how clean and orderly and organized you are. So if anyone at home is interested in doing more study of their own personal birth chart, look at Mercury to figure out how you clean. But to get back to this question on how to get how to get him to wipe the dust, the dust off his empty desk every once in a while. I don't know if we're ever able to make anyone do anything, but I think what you were talking about before, Julie, about like trading chores is a really great solution because maybe he's never going to do it. And maybe it doesn't bother you to take two seconds to wipe the, the dust off. And maybe he would be really happy to do the dishes or the laundry or whatever it is that you don't want to do. So I actually think Julie's Julie, your last answer is perfect for this question. Great. Good. I have I have some I have like a little something to add on, though. Uh, cool. But also, first, I have to say, when you were answering that, I quickly looked at my chart. My Mercury is in Virgo mm-hmm. <laughs> because, of course, it is. Yes. <laughs> um, so here here was my reaction when I read the question, which is like, of of course, a Gemini would ask this question. But all, for all of the rest of us, like you two are in perfect harmony. You don't even realize it. He's doing all the tidying and the organizing and you're doing all the cleaning. Like this is you're you're already perfectly splitting chores. Yeah. Which is also like the you're such perfect Gemini's <laughs> like you're perfect. <laughs> it, is twins. perfect Gemini. it is. It's like the most perfect thing. So so what I would say is like stop even thinking about the the dusty desk just wipe it off he already clear the hardest thing about dusting is clearing the stuff off the surface that needs to be dusted he's already done that yeah just dust it and you know have him have him do things like you know put him in charge of organizing the mail so it doesn't pile up have him be in charge of putting the laundry away like if if tidying if putting things away if setting things back to order putting things in their place is is his strong suit go with that because the tidying the picking up the organizing all of that kind of stuff is part of cleaning mm-hmm. and it's a part that a lot of people really prefer to do over the kind of like the actual scrubbing type stuff and on the flip side a lot of people really just prefer the scrubbing and hate the putting away mm-hmm. right so capitalize on the fact that he likes doing this one thing that you are already admittedly don't like doing. You said you're messy. So that's, that's what I would say to Catherine about the Gemini. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So we will do, um, Oh God, this one, (laughs) 
This I'm excited about the next one. <laughs> oh, I, I love this question. Um, this is going to be the last question. We have one more that will roll into um, into the bonus episode. But I feel like this is actually exactly the right one to end this episode on because it's it's a Virgo. Um, and when I put out the call for questions, I was like, you know, I was like being funny, and I was like, you know, does your does your Scorpio need reminding to clean his whips and chains? Does your Virgo need soothing when the laundry piles up? Does your Leo not deal with her hair as a, as a Leo with a big hair stitch. I know that I am constantly cleaning up my own hair. Um, and so we got this, we got this reply back from Jasmine and she wrote, Oh, I'm the Virgo who needs soothing <laughs> <laughs> you and every other Virgo, my sweet Virgo loves. Um, so she continues, she says, uh, I have a Taurus husband and a Scorpio child who leave piles of random detritus everywhere. Help me. All right. So (laughs) Annabelle already knows what my response is because I said it on Twitter. Here is the thing. (laughs) We think that Virgo is this sign that like needs to do like needs to have like their like same routine and schedule every single day. Like, oh, they must be so organized. And that's actually not exactly true. When it comes to Virgos, you all love having your schedule organized, but you don't necessarily want to do the same thing every day. And Virgos actually need a lot more flexibility than the same routine every single day. But this is not true of Taurus and Scorpio. Taurus and Scorpio actually really do benefit from having the same exact routine every single day. So I think somehow incorporating some sort of like, okay, every day at 4 p.m., we know that we're going to be cleaning and tidying up and and making them do it is what you got to do. I love that. Because for a Virgo, you don't like having that like, you know, 4 p.m. every day. What if I have to do something else? Like Virgos just want to get the job done and they don't care about really what time it is as long as everything's in order. But for a, a Scorpio and a Taurus, which are both fixed signs as opposed to Virgo, which is what's called a mutable sign, which is much more about flow and flexibility, fixed signs need to have that like solid set routine. So from an astrological perspective, I would say that's the answer. But Jolie, take it away. I want to hear your response too. Oh, I told her to put the Taurus and the Scorpio on an ice floe and send them out to sea to die. <laughs> I was like, you can't survive. You must you must save yourself from these two. You can't live with them. A Taurus and a Scorpio. My God. <laughs> no, I think that that's wonderful advice. And I think that... Um, you know, build, building that into into their day um, and just having it a reminder, if, you know, even if it means that you have to be the one doing the reminding, um, like a, a really good um, trick. And this sort of depends on how people are oriented in terms of their their energy throughout the day. Like for me, I am a morning person. I, I have identified um, that I am a morning person, too. Um, yeah. I'm, what time were you born, Annabelle? Um. I usually don't share it publicly, but I'll tell you privately. You can just, you can say morning or afternoon or evening. Uh, Morning. Okay. So I, I was born at 11. Well, there's some confusion as to whether it was 20, 11, 26 or 11, 29. But I was born in the morning and I, my pattern is exactly this. My, my mother realized she was in labor with me probably at around like, seven in the morning it was early they were all waking up mm-hmm. and i was born at about eleven thirty in the morning and i i 
ping ponged out. Um, I was ready. <laughs> there was also a there was also a freak hurricane on the day that I was born. Oh wow! I know this all fits right. Um, and so my my pattern is I no matter what time I have gone to bed, I wake up in the morning around six or seven, and then I have my little morning routine. But I almost never actually leave the house unless I have a, an appointment that I have to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost never actually make it out of the house until a little bit after 11. I wow. literally follow <laughs> like my whole orientation is exactly the same as the way that I came into this world. Like I wake up, I start stirring. I'm like moving around how life is like that. What? I love how life is like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I love I it. I mean, and it could just be like, I don't know. I'm sure people who are born in the evening have that same pattern. But I just like to think like, this is just my way, you know? It is your way. Yeah, it is my way. Um, so anyway, so to get to get back to the reason I was telling you guys is because you want to take into account like where where you're best in the day. Um, but a good time to set these kind of like 10 minute cleanup. And it really is a 10-minute cleanup. You can get so much done in 10 minutes, so much more than you think, um, is to say, like, you know, every evening right before dinner time or right before bedtime or in the, in the morning, you know, after your shower or, what, you know, whatever, whatever the time is that works best for you um, and for your family when everyone's kind of be at their best. You just say, okay, like, you know, it's 10-minute cleaning time. And you just set them about a lot of ways, a lot of good, good, like tips for this. Um, also revolve around give, giving each person um, a, a dedicated basket so that they can go from living room to kitchen to office to, you know, wherever else, pick up all the stuff that is theirs and bring it back to their room. I love that idea. And then once it's in their room, as long as it's not your shared room, they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. You know, but getting it out of, you know, the kitchen, the living room, you know, whatever, whatever shared spaces where all this is collecting. Um, and that also gives room for like, you know, your kids to be picking up their toys, their mail, if they're getting mail. Uh, I don't, I don't know how many kids are getting mail, mail these days. <laughs> I think that might be a little outmoded. Um their shoes, you know, like they can just throw everything in and then they've picked everything up, 10 minute cleaning, done and done. I also don't know how old your Scorpio child is, but a lot of Scorpio kids, I mean, a lot of kids in general, but especially Scorpio kids love yucky stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you take them out to a garden and there's like bugs under a stone, like they'll get really into it. And you can get your Scorpio kid if they're young enough, like super into cleaning. If you're like, all right, we're going to get all of like the uh, grout or all of the rust or all of like whatever is kind of like icky or yucky off with this like cleaning solution and kind of like t- turn it into a game. They'll really get into it because Scorpios are little detectives. They love to investigate. They love a little bit of mess and they love to clean it up. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that's a great tip. Of course, cleaning up your toys isn't as exciting as like cleaning up something that's kind of like, you know, like you know icky and and cool in a garden but we can find a way yeah yeah Yeah. i think that's great i love that um all righty on that note that's such a positive note i love it we're getting we're getting kids involved in cleaning (laughs) 
We're making the Scorpios you happy, which young. almost never happens. <laughs> you need to te- teach your Aries from a young age what the difference is between all of the different sorts of napkins and towels in a kitchen. Otherwise, yes, you got to educate your Aries. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. Well, on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you thank like you what you so heard Thank you so much today, for having me, Jolie. Thank you. Thank you. You're so, so welcome. Hold on a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pimp your book one more time. Hold on. I got I to gotta pimp myself yeah. first. If you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. Annabelle, thank you so much for being here. Tell my listeners once again the name of your book when it's coming out, where they can find it, all that good stuff. So you can find the Astrology of of Love and Sex everywhere on July 30th. And you can head over to my website, AnnabelleGatt.com, or over to my Instagram at AnnabelleGatt. And you can find links to buy it. And I'm just so excited to share this book with everybody. Thank you so much, Julie. Yes, I am so excited for everyone to see it. You guys, it really is a beautiful, beautiful book. And I have really enjoyed it. And my friends have all enjoyed it, too. Um, I would also love it if you guys would subscribe on ACAST, Spotify, or iTunes. Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And, of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.